Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Oh, hello there. Okay, so, yes. You know, may not understand her sigh of relief. (laughs) This is about the fourth attempt that we've made to connect. And I'm very excited because our um, hosting um, company, Anchor, has made some really nice um, changes um, mm-hmm. to their format and they're also uh, merged with Spotify which is very exciting um, yeah. however we discovered as soon as we mm. started to record that they made an additional change that is really stupid so <laughs> yeah so it's just it's, it was a little it was challenging just anytime platforms switch and merge there's going to be some glitches so that's what we just fought our way through was that glitch. oh yes we just fought our way we just fought we just a tooth and nail through blood, the mire sweat yes. army crawling mm-hmm. i'm just covered in mud yeah so yeah it's been all of five minutes see that <laughs> To try to connect it, it literally because I looked back at the other like things where I'd started and had to stop and start and start and, and mm. stop or whatever, and it was literally like five minutes ago. <laughs> it so, felt like an hour, it really felt like, like I've been at this all night. I just don't understand. Okay, technology, you, it was so ridiculous. Like, I was ready to just like stop and give up. Mind you, our prep for this podcast takes way more than five minutes (laughs) but after not being able to connect for five minutes i was like i'm done i can't we 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 try i have what what people commonly refer to as grit (laughs) oh we have no grit no grit whatsoever we're like Like, you know what if this isn't super easy we're out of here you know maybe you know this is not what god plans for me you know this is (laughs) it Maybe if it's not working within the first three minutes, it means that God is frowning on this project. Yeah. So oh, we're so ridiculous. Oh, so ridiculous. And oh. it didn't help that the colonel is standing here, like just harassing me. I don't know what is he, he wants. Harassing you? He is. I took him out. He's been outside. I spent time with him. I don't know what he wants, but he's just staring at me. I'm just beleaguered on all on all sides. Are you being personally victimized by God? <laughs> yes, in my own home, in the in comfort of my own, own home. Yes, yeah, in my own dining room. Yeah, I did have to give a cat a little stare down and um, <laughs> tell her, "Oh, don't even think about it." So mm-hmm. I've been, you know, kind of bold because she's been, we've been having an understanding since, you know, moving in about her um, trying to get in my room. And mm-hmm. so I had, because I was going in and out of the kitchen and the bathroom and my room and just kind of 
going back and forth that I had my door cracked a little bit. And so when I walked out, my door was cracked and I looked and she's just like right there. Like she's thinking about it. Like she's ready to like risk it all just to see what I have going on in here. And I was like, don't you even think about it. Mm-mm-mm. I was like, what? again, what's going to tell me? like, why are you, t- are you talking to the cat? Why are you talking to the cat? I was like, she understands me. She knows. She knows. She knows. She speaks English. She knows what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it's the only language she's she, ever been exposed to. Right. She understands. Mm-hmm. They know. All right. They know so, exactly what they're doing. So this is not um, cat talk, dog talk. <laughs> this is not cat and dog talk. No. Or persecution central. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or the podcast called True Grit. <laughs> <laughs> If you are looking for pioneer women, (laughs) (laughs) you you are survivalists. Yeah, you are in such the wrong place. Again, our idea of rushing it is staying at a holiday inn. Oh my God. If by camping you mean my room overlooks the woods, then yes. (laughs) Same. Oh my god. There are no, like this... trees right next to me. So mm-hmm. basically I camp every day. Pretty um, much. Yeah. So okay, but this <laughs> is Wait. Wait. Tell me everything. The podcast where the podcast where we one explain to you who we're not and then <laughs> Yes, we tell you all the things we don't do here. We really like to lower your expectations early on. Oh, God. That's like my whole life. That's all I do is try to lower people's expectations. Listen, don't come in here expecting extra because we don't have any of that. No, it's 930 here. I should be in. Well, I am in bed, but I should be asleep. Like letting the crown lull me. I swear to God, like the crown. Oh my gosh, you in this new sleeping plan? And the um, and there's another like British like documentary series about I think the House of Windsor. That too. Mm. Again, I'm fascinated by it. Love it, but just the dignified and the like. You know, just think. You know, like the tone and the cadence, just like just lulls me to sleep. Thank you. Thank you, British people. Yes, thank you so much for helping me it's get terrific. some sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what's mm. what you got going on over there? Okay, so um, a couple of stories that have been very much in the news. I'm sure you've seen, heard um, bits and pieces of all of this. But um, I was um, looking at the ongoing um, brouhaha that's developing in Virginia. Um, We just talked about Virginia last week. OMG. Um, (laughs) And then all hell breaks loose. Then all hell broke lo- breaks loose, and it was I, I find the all hell breaking loose suspicious because it's taken so much light um, and um, 
energy off of the initial issue, which was the the lar- the much uh, more ab- well, or as abhorrent, I think more abhorrent, um, but right there with it, uh, issue of uh, late term um, abortion, and has now focused its energy on the controversy surrounding Governor Ralph Northam and his uh, photograph that emerged last week of him in blackface or well we don't know which one of it we don't know which one he is and he doesn't either apparently uh, so apparently if you he listen doesn't. to him <laughs> yeah if you listen to him so all of that was one of the, I was going to cover that whole story just as sort of a just a pick up on what we already talked about mm-hmm. him and his ridiculous comments about um, late term abortion last week um and then another story uh, that just brings this whole blackface issue just full circle. And I just thought, you know what, this is kind of covers everything. So this is out of NPR, Dateline Today. Um, and uh, the he- headline is Gucci apologizes. And oh, removes- my God. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Did sorry. you see that? You yes, saw the yes, it's so yes. insane. Because this so, is news that I keep up with. So fashion yeah. news, yes. <laughs> so it's fashion news, but it's also blended into this story. And yes. this art, this NPR article by Amy Held is actually really good. Gucci apologizes and removes sweater following blackface backlash. Mm. So the photograph is of a white girl light gray eyes, long kind of like medium blonde hair, wearing this black sweater. And if you can imagine what a turtleneck looks like, if you haven't seen this photo already, um, a turtleneck, if you were to unfold the turtleneck and make it one long piece that covers your face. But what have you, wait a minute, have you, ever, have you seen the boss with Melissa McCarthy? Have I seen the boss? I, I feel like I have, but I don't. I think okay. I only it saw was kind it of in... like a sight gag with her turtlenecks, how like they kept inching. Like, yes, they covered... yes, yes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it covers like your bottom half. Like you said, like if it's unfolded, like it, yeah, it goes up. Yeah, yeah. so she has it completely unfolded so that mm-hmm. it's, there's no fold in it, so that it actually reaches to the bridge of her nose. And when that happens, there's an open mouth part, like the part that of the sweater, the, the turtleneck that would cover her mouth, instead of that being a solid piece of sweater, is an opening for her mouth that is highlighted in giant red lips um, that are part of the design of the sweater. So it's a black sweater with giant red lips. <laughs> Um, that conveniently fall over your mouth when you pull the sweater completely up over your face. It's basically Um, a Sambo. It's basically a Sambo sweater. Why, why, why? Um, So luxury brand Gucci has removed a sweater from store shelves and from its website following complaints about the garment's resemblance to blackface. The black sweater featuring a roll-up collar that covers the lower face with a wide red lip outline around the mouth was part of Gucci's fall-winter 2018 line. Gucci, this is a quote, deeply apologizes for the offense caused by the wool... Save it. Yeah, by the wool balaclava jumper. 
We consider diversity to be a fundamental value to be fully upheld, respected, and at the forefront of every decision we make. Lies. Lies. Um, but reaction to the sweater, which had retailed, hold on to your hats, folks. Oh, no, I don't have to. I know. Yeah, go ahead. Have a seat if you do not know. Hold on to your hat. Which had retailed for $890. Ranged from deep offense to incredulity that it had been deemed acceptable to begin with, even as some defended it. What's going on here at Gucci? This is blatant disrespect. Hashtag blackface posted Twitter user identified as King James shortly before Gucci tweeted its apology. Washington Post columnist Michelle Singletary pointed out the irony of the timing. She says... Um, February is Black History Month. We have one month to celebrate the history of African Americans. We are a nation desperately in need of diversity training. Uh, the Italian Fashion House said going forward, it would work to increase diversity and work on, quote, turning this incident into a powerful learning moment for the Gucci mm -hmm. team and beyond. The uproar coincides, as I noted earlier, with another controversy threatening Virginia's political leadership. Governor Ralph Northam has been resisting calls to resign after a racist photograph emerged last week of a person in blackface next to another in a Ku Klux Klan robe and hood that appeared on his 1984 medical school yearbook page. North, oh, I'm uh, sorry, because apparently blackface, we still don't understand that that's wrong in 2019. So if I don't be in the 80s, yeah, you, you know, in Virginia, but like a clan robe, a clan robe. Okay. Northam initially apologized for appearing in the picture, then denied it was him. Mm. In a news conference, he admitted to having darkened his face as part of a Michael Jackson costume in a separate incident around the same time. Uh, so he was just putting on blackface left and right. Yep. No, um, that was just, they said that kind of, what, was it Coon Man or something like that? It was his nickname? Same. same. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay, less than mm -hmm. a week later, mm -hmm. um, again, we're still in Virginia, Attorney General Mark Herring, a fellow Democrat, admitted to having put on, quote, brown makeup in 1980 in depiction of rapper Curtis Blow. In a statement, Her Herring wrote that, quote, the shame of that moment has haunted me for decades. Uh, the shame of face darkening in association with the caricature of Black people is part of American history going back centuries. NPR's Gene Demby reported back in October, quote, we first started seeing blackface in the early 1800s. It becomes central to minstrel shows in which white people would dress up like black people by da darkening their skin with polish and with cork. And of course, these minstrel shows depicted black people as lazy and as animalistic. Demby reports that the caricature was part of the dehumanization that allowed slavery to happen. But despite the long history of blackface, Demby reports, quote, so many of us have so much historical illiteracy about its badness. Um, some Twitter users defended the Gucci sweater, denying it resembled blackface, tweeted Julie K. Nix, it's a tacky look, but it's not blackface. Shut up, Julie. Nobody asked Others, you, Julie. <laughs> nobody asked you, Julie. Others indicated oh. the backlash was about people being, and you know what's coming, overly 
sensitive. Yes. PC. Oh, we're so overly sensitive. According to Twitter user Paul Joseph Watson, the only offensive thing about this is the price. I suppose balaclavas are all racist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I suppose all balaclavas are all racist now, too. No, they're they're not. Only the ones that have Sambo lips. Those are the only ones (laughs) that are are racist. Have you protested any other balaclavas lately, Kristen? No, because they're... No, no, I haven't. No, no. only the ones... You know, with the, giant red lips drawn yeah, on them, yeah, and black, so that you know it looks like a yeah. black. Yeah, only those. Yeah, only those. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, nobody asked you, Paul. Oh, nobody asked you, Paul. Go sit with Julie somewhere. Go, you and Julie you go have all go the sit seats. in the corner. <laughs> all the seats in the corner. Ah, Gucci is far from the first apparel brand to retreat, admitting to missteps following accusations of racist products. And you'll remember we reported back in um, January of last year, H&M had apologized for featuring a black child on its website, donning a sweatshirt that featured the the words coolest monkey in the jungle. I'm sorry, but that protest is still so hard oh, for me. Because you know, they, they just keep popping up in my timeline. They hired a black person. They like, trying. They trying, and I'm like, I'm trying to hold on to the protest, but man, they come out with some cute little stuff. So I'm like, I just had to turn my head. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. And then Ooh. in December, which I didn't even catch this, Prada first denied that a line of accessories had any reference to blackface, but following increased protests that the Prada Malia products resembled the little black Sambo character, the company decided to yank them. Did you know about that? Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen those. So um, Nina Turner uh, tweeted, step away from blackface. (laughs) A one-time Ohio State senator, um, she says, it was racist and dehumanizing in the late 19th century, and it is still racist today and forevermore. And I mean, honestly, that is the bottom line. Like, That's it, people. That's it. That's it. Just cut it out with the black face. Why do we have to keep telling you this? And as the governor said, it's just so hard to get off your face, apparently. So why do it? You know what? Let me think about this. Okay, this happened in the 80s. So I love Designing Women. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows. And so you there do was, love Design Women. Oh my gosh. And so there was a whole episode about it was a domestic violence episode, but they were in this little show and they were mm-hmm. playing the Supremes. And Suzanne was like, So we just gonna be the Supremes and we're white. And they're like, Yes, Suzanne, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have them wigs, we're gonna have them again. Like, I think, you know, I got some makeup and they were like you Mm-mm. cannot do blackface. And she actually, it was a whole thing. And she actually showed up in blackface and they were like, No, ma'am. Off. Yeah, like, like, stop. So even, you know, this was late 80s, early 90s. Clearly, most people who were intelligent knew, mm-hmm. even in the South, that that's not okay. Hey. You know it's not okay. It's not been okay forever. Just, just stop it. Mm-hmm. If I dress up as I dressed up as, like, for Halloween, the little girl from My So-Called Life. Did I make up myself white? No. no. And it doesn't even have the historical, No, it's you know, just unnecessary. It's like, unnecessary. Wear the outfit, wear the, you know, the telltale jacket or socks or whatever the yeah, thing is like, about that character. People I knew mean, who I was. If like, I want to be Harry Potter, I'm going to draw a little lightning bolt on my head. 
and my forehead and put on a uh, burgundy and gold scarf and a black cape and I will get the point across. I don't like, need to make hey. myself a n- different color. Like when Miley Cyrus <clears throat> dressed up as little Kim, she had a little iconic little Kim outfit from the 90s and like the colored wig. Everyone knew immediately mm-hmm. who she was. She did not have to put on black things. No, it's totally unnecessary. And I'm Just sorry, so- Michael Jackson, come on, that's easy. <laughs> I mean, okay, stop. So Next many, story. Stop. I can't. So many nope, looks nope, to choose nope, from. No, nope, I'm just nope. saying, you could go with the red leather jacket. You could go with the the glitter blazer and the the glove, the patent leather shoes. If you put on the gloves, everyone knows who you are. Everybody knows who you and are. And a wig. You're good. So many options. Okay, you're <clears> trash. Resign. Stop. Resign. Telling you're not going to do. So yeah, you stop talking about gone. what you're not going to do. You need to sit, sit, sit down. Go sit down with Julie and Paul. They get they over there in the corner. Lord Jesus. All right. Go sit your ass in the corner. Sorry. <laughs> 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 and I haven't even been drinking. Oh, God. That sparkly water is getting to you. It really is. I'm just done. I'm just over it. Just stop it. Just stop it. Just it's so ridiculous. And you know, and all of this, it's just like a racism, like it's always, you know, here in a part of our lives, but just like so much like blatant stuff. Like Liam Neeson. Oh, yes. You know, now yeah, so like was what well, I didn't read exactly what the issue is. I just saw that everybody's upset with him and he said that that was a long time ago, but was it also blackface? Or was it, it something wasn't else? blackface? It was worse. So oh he had, and, and the thing was, again, it was a story that no one needed to know. <laughs> you could have kept that little dirty secret to yourself, mm-hmm. and no one would have known. So he, he said, outed himself. Yes, in an interview, okay. and like it totally derailed because it was about um, a movie that he has coming out, mm-hmm. and it totally that just did not become the story anymore. It became what he said. So basically, right. a friend of his had gotten sexually assaulted and he was asking her about it like who did it did she know who did it and he asked her if it was you know their color and Uh she said it was a black guy Uh so he said that he walked around with some kind of weapon I can't remember what weapon he said he had and he was waiting for any like black SOB to start something with him and he wanted to he was going to kill them as revenge for his friend. Well, that's just crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's I mean it's cuz yeah, like would it have been the same if he'd said it was a white guy? Was he going to beat up any white guy that came his way? Mm-hmm. You know he what needs, I mean? Like it's no. Just, he needs it. to beat up himself. He needs to beat up the man in the mirror. He needs to remember that crap because <laughs> that. You know Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> you know Michael Jackson. It's absolutely nonsensical. It makes no sense. And he was like, "That was a long time ago." He's gonna bring up all this discussion about race. No, dude. No, like that's not what that is. I don't care that that was a long time ago. Like, what if you had succeeded? Like. It's easy to like roam the streets and find some crazy person to like engage you. Like you're, you know, they're coming out of a bar, they're drunk, or mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, just, yeah, and, like, for, like, you're going to avenge, you're going to avenge something that happened to someone you know by... That's not what revenge is. That's not, like, you know, like, not, like, with a stranger. Like, what does a stranger that didn't do that to her friend have to do with, his friend, do you have to do with any... It's Because it's all like, black people... They're, you, we're all... They're you all didn't do that, but you did, you know... You know you, you did bro, something. You did something. You know you did something. <laughs> You know you out here guilty for something. You did something, so I'm going to, like, kill you. And then the person who, you know, kind of, like, paying it for. Like, the person who (laughs) did something to my friend. Yeah, so I was like, how is that even, like, a thing? So, yeah, so Liam Neeson... Go sit in the corner. That corner gonna be full, folks. Man, that corner is full. We got Paul and Julie and Governor Northam and Attorney General Herring and now this dude, now Liam Neeson. Yeah. All y'all Interesting corner. Move over. Make room in the corner. Make room in the corner. Hey. Hey. Title of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I picked it. You did. Good job. I want that one. Make room in the corner. (laughs) Um, oh, by the way, this is episode number 50. 50. Five? Oh, we are. 50 years old. 50 years old. We're going to kick. Stretch. <laughs> stretch. And kick. We 50. We 50. Five. Oh, happy 50th episode, Kristen. Oh, my gosh. Did you ever think? That- <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. That would be a, that would be a hard no. Because again, we don't have that thing. <laughs> we don't have that thing that we talked about earlier. That yes. four-letter word. Yes. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So that was my first story. My second one is just a little shorter and interesting. Um, and to a, a kind of a viral piece, uh, not kind of a viral piece that went um, after uh, the State of the Union address. Um, so this is out of uh, IJR.com. Um, the byline is by Carlin Becker. And the headline says, Pelosi bursts the resistance bubble amid viral photo of her clapping at Trump's State of the Union. Quote. Oh, my gosh. That clap was hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, it wasn't sarcastic. Okay, it so sure how like it? It sure did, but actually, the explanation makes because you know what's funny though is when I first saw it, I'll get into the article. When mm-hmm. I first saw it, before it became, um, before it, like the first picture I saw of it was not a meme; it was just the still picture, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I did not watch the State of the Union. I never watched the State of the Union. I, I, I just don't care. Um, and um, yeah, it's a long commercial for the president. Who I don't know. It's just, and then it's a long commercial for the whoever is opposition. The party. Yeah, it's just nobody. I don't care. People do care. Lots of people care. I don't care. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I don't watch it. But when I saw that, I my first reaction was like, oh, like what part of this where where she's like, like, like why are they acknowledging each other? Like I first didn't read it as sarcastic just to look at it then I started seeing like shortly thereafter like all the memes and I was like oh was it like it's meant to be sarcastic well here's the answer um House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is making it clear her applause for President Donald Trump during his Tuesday State of the Union address wasn't meant in a sarcastic manner after a viral photo of the moment turned into a resistance meme Pelosi told reporters on Wednesday according to people quote it wasn't sarcastic. Look at what I was applauding. I wanted him to know that it was very welcomed. The speaker's clap came just as Trump asked America to abandon, quote, politics of revenge. 
Some who felt the call was counter to the president's personal behavior appear to jump to conclusions about Pelosi's reaction, believing it was intended to be condescending. As IJR Blue previously reported, Pelosi received an outpouring of praise from people on the left as the photos circulated on social media. Many saw her applause as a pointed clap at and not for the president, even calling it the, quote, perfect amount of petty we should all aspire to have. According to Pelosi, however, it was innocent and a bipartisan gesture. New York Times photographer Doug Mills, who captured the viral moment, also believes her clap to be genuine. He said, I had a unique angle and was able to put Speaker Pelosi right over the president's shoulder. It was a clap that was gestured right toward him, and he looked back to get her reaction. It's not a moment you usually see in the middle of a State of the Union address. There's not usually a lot of interaction between the president and the speaker. She was making sure he saw her applauding. She was saying, quote, you set the tone. Now let's follow through and let's do this. Mm-hmm. While Pelosi and other Democrats still criticize elements of the president's address, it was well-received by Republicans and most viewers with the approval rating from those watchings at home reaching 76%, which I found surprising. Um, So so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, While it does look like a, a petty and sarcastic hand clap, it is neither of those things, uh, both based on her and the photographer's um, explanation of it. So, I don't and care it, what they say. I choose to believe what I believe. No, Kristen. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not how it works. Um, that is exactly how it works in Trump's America. <laughs> <laughs> not in Trump's America. <laughs> I'm going to believe what I want to. You are ridiculous. Despite people telling me that it's not true despite people explaining reality to you yes i don't care i'm gonna believe what i that's my my right as a free american i don't know that i don't know i don't know that it is kind of funny because i was what i was listening to not watching um i don't watch news Mm -hmm. um i was listening to um npr politics right before state of the union and I have not listened to the post State of the Union thing because I was like, again, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were talking about, you know, this is going to be very different from having Paul Ryan sitting behind him. And they were wondering what his, um, what their interaction was going to be during the speech because they were mentioning how W had it started off, I think, hit one of his State of the Unions by kind of, um, and, you know, acknowledging her and saying very nice things about her and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So they were like, okay, we don't expect that mm-hmm. because they've been kind of, you know, contentious as a mm-hmm. Um, But we, we just wonder what it's going to be. So when I saw that, I was just like, okay, well, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. Um, yes. And I'm also proud of my, um, I listened to it. I've read some of it, but again, like, whatever. Um, but I'm still very proud that she has this platform. Um, my fellow Spelmanite, Stacey Abrams, who mm-hmm. gave the um, official Democratic response, being the first black woman to do so. And I think they said the first non-elected official to do so. She looked very pretty. Mm-hmm. They and had a just... really good light on her. 
Yeah, and I just like I'm so impressed with her because you know even though she didn't win the gubernatorial race, which you know is not to be expected, the fact that she had such a strong showing in Georgia is like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But she was just always very impressive and like had this gravitas even like as a college student. So it's just like kind of you know it's kind of like I remember when Hans was on the show. It was like, did you ever think that I was gonna do mm-hmm. these things? And I was like, no. <laughs> And yeah. how, like, Stacey Abrams, someone asked about her, I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, right, like, no one's really surprised. No one no who knew her is surprised. is surprised at all. So, right. like, kudos to her, and that's awesome. Congratulations, Stacey. Yes. So. Spe- your fellow yeah. Spelmanites. Yes. Okay. Spelman. All right. Well, anything else? or No, that is newsworthy. And now for a word from our sponsor. Yeah, we got sponsors now, y'all. We got sponsors, well, y'all. A sponsor. But... We have a sponsor. <laughs> but listen up and we'll be right back. Yes. All right. Very good. Yes. Yeah, so now it is time for the mess. Although your stories. <laughs> I mean, they had a little messy. flavor. Mine were pretty mm-hmm. messy. They had a little flavor to them. That's, so, you know, I thought Yes. Spice it up a little bit for the big five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to add some. Okay. I need to add something. I keep forgetting to add things. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to pour myself a mention, little more wine. I hear. Um, and I was like, <laughs> when we came back, I was just again drinking my black and blueberry sparkling water. It's so good. Mm. Okay, so viral Vox, there. Okay, so the one of the things that went viral um, this week, it's too mm. much for me to do a viral Vox and too okay. messy. So I'm moving it to wait till me everything, okay. and instead replacing it, highlighting something that I posted on our Facebook page: the ten-year-old Girl Scout who remixed Cardi B's <sighs> song to promote her cookie sales. Yes. That was great. So, um, if you haven't been to our Facebook page or haven't, se- if you haven't seen the video, go to our Facebook page. It's on there. Yeah, and um, like us while you're while you're over there. Follow yeah. us, like us, invite other people to like us. Do all those things. Okay. Do all those things. So, ten-year-old Kayla Pascal from LA. I think she's in the Kayla. Valley. Yeah. Uh-huh. Remix Cardi B's hit song "Money," which I love. Um, <laughs> she rapped about um the popular cookies um and this video has been viewed more than a million times just on twitter um and i'm sure other platforms youtube and whatnot it's in several places it's all over the place and it's just so cute so she had a goal of selling 500 boxes of cookies which is a great number that's ambitious for a lot of people um but oh the oh this is oh i forgot about this part that's where i saw it initially the Girl Scouts of the U- America of, of USA posted her video. So, oh, they did! That's great! Yes, so um, since they posted it originally, um, she has sold over 1,900 boxes Ooh, of cookies. Yeah, she's going to make all her goals. Mm-hmm. So she says, uh, she was interviewed on Inside Edition, and she was like, I'm a Aww. big fan of Cardi B. Me and my mom wrote the lyrics together. Um, of oh, course, cute. this 
caught Cardi B's um, attention. Like, of course. Have been sending this to her. I was like, look, and, oh my God. And so she um, did a video response, which um, Kayla was so um, excited about. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. And, she, and Cardi B was like, I want all the cookies. <laughs> and so that that's just got funny. even more attention for her to respond. So, like, yeah, this little girl. This is like almost on the level of the Randbone from last year, like with the guy, the um, dad and his daughter in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, hers is cute. so cute. When she was like, I got, uh, what is it? I got girls in my troop. <laughs> yeah. To the roof. I was like, oh, I'm about to dance. <laughs> Yeah, the cookies to the roof was killing me. Yes. I was like, not because she literally we was had. surrounded by cookie boxes. So was. that was, was hysterical. Like, no earthquake, little girl. Toppled by cookies, boxes of cookies. Boxes of cookies. There are worse ways to die. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Still, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Those, like, those little crack dealers are out and about right now. So. Oh, my gosh. Pushers. Pushers. I'm still trying to, I'm still thieving for them lemonades. So I'm trying to, I think I got a South Carolina connection. Oh, girl, why does uh, Tanisha got lemonades? I, I saw that, get... but she, because they be, they be trading. They be trading, girl, but I was like, they be trading. Uh, so and she again, she posted on Orange Facebook. County group. Yeah, she got some Orange County, because you know, she out there working out there in Orange County. Mm-hmm. So she got her some lemonade. She posted that thing on Facebook. You know, I slipped her a text message like, um, excuse me, lemonades? And she was like, you want a box? I was like, yeah, I want a box. That's what I look like. Those are my favorite. So the tree falls are my favorite, and the lemon are, is like, oh, this just takes my favorite to the next. Yeah, no, level. the lemonade. I mean, it's just so hard to get. That. I don't understand why, knowing how popular they are, we don't get we don't get those in L.A. Like they're just a strictly Orange County thing. Like that. Just it's make because sense. I don't know who. Uh, again, I sh- I can find this out. I do know because I. Because it's different bakeries. I know that they have two different bakeries that supply different regions. But they, yeah, but somebody they... at the top determines which bakery mm-hmm. they select, and I get so angry. I'm like, why, 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 why? It's so annoying. So I think I got a I got a South Carolina connection. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna try to work that out. I don't want to have to go online and pay the premium. Maybe just maybe. I can catch some in New Orleans next week. Um, oh, that's right. That will be perfect too. Like, but I can't let this cookie season pass me by without getting my favorite cookies. I just want one box favorite. of lemonades, and I already. It's not even a big box. Like it's a, no, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice size. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a size a box of cookies should be. Mm-hmm. It's not outrageous. It's just right. It's all good, and they're delicious. Oh, they're so good. Okay. Okay. This is not the ode to lemonade <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's not that podcast either. Yeah. So, oh, this is so cute. So, <clears throat> they asked her um, if she had any advice um, to, um, to anyone who might be wanting to advertise um, what they're selling. Mm-hmm. And she said, My tips are to be yourself. And show lots and lots of personality. Oh, well, she did all that. Yes, she did. Go, Miss Kayla. Go, Miss Kayla. Right, girl. So, yay. So, that was awesome and just adorable. So cute. Yeah. So, the next thing, um, just going to go into some more, like, well, black girl magic kind of stuff. So, okay. there's a new movie coming out in May, and it's based on the young adult book, um, 
the sun is also a star. Okay. And so it's um, a, I think he's Korean, a Korean male lead and um, the um, female um, is played, is, is supposed to be a Jamaican-born um, person and it's being played by um, Yara Shahidi of Grunge. Uh. And blackish. I love her. So she, yeah. So apparently, you know, she's um it's about star crossed lovers, strangers meeting, meet well, it's not even a meet cute how she, they met. It was like mm. she he kinda saved her and okay. um in New York City and you know, she's kind of a cynic. She has some personal things going on. Her family's going to be deported. Okay. Um, so he's he doesn't know that initially, and so he's just trying, you know, she's just kind of like, wah, wah, wah. And he tries, you know, it's like, I can make you fall in love with me, or whatever. So it's just like them spending this, like, magical day together before she gets deported, and, like, you know, it's a it's a romance. So I'm excited to see this with, like, um... Who's playing the male lead? His name is Charles Melton, and he plays in Riverdale, which I do not watch. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And somehow I've never heard John, of this. Yeah, it's not my thing because it's um a young adult, but apparently it was a bestseller, New York bestseller, and um 2016 National Book Award finalist, Amazon's best book of 2016 in young adults, um, Amazon's top 20 children's books in 2016 in young adults, New York Times Notable Children's Book of 2016 oh, and okay. Entertainment Weekly's 10 Best Books of 2016. So it was a big deal um, for everybody except for us, apparently. And what is, I'm looking at his picture. Is he like mixed or something? Because he's not. He's Asian, but he's I think Asian-ish. he's mixed. <laughs> yeah, his last name is Melton. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he looks like he does, like he's clearly Asian, but like he's also. But Asian. People have very strong features, just like black people. Like you know, if you're mixed with like Asian mm-hmm. or black, like yeah, that, that yeah. comes through. that comes out. So you know, because I've seen plenty of like half Asian kids, and they just look whole Asian. So right, right, right. He's a handsome so, gentleman. He is super cute. They're super adorable together. So oh I my gosh, so cute! This. And Yara is giving all kinds of good face on this poster. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and her. I am, speaking of Yara and Gronish, I am still watching Gronish, even though it is clearly not for me. Yeah, me too. I watch it. <laughs> I I watch it, and I sit there and think this is so not for me. But I feel like I am like at least somehow like. I don't know, keeping my finger on the pulse of something. I don't know. It makes me feel so old. And the thing is, like, someone else that I went to um, high school with, you know, my age, she has a teenage um, son, kind of said the same thing. She's like, am I the only one who's excited about Gronish coming back, even though, like, I have really no business watching Gronish? And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, that's my feelings. Like, this is clearly not for me, mm-hmm. but I just want to know what the young people are doing. Nowadays. I want to know what the young people are doing. <laughs> I'm like, very, like I watch it very like uh, passively. Like it's definitely like I put it on and like do other things. Right. Um, so it's not like I'm invested. I definitely didn't know that it was back out. Like there were a few episodes out that, mm-hmm. I, and then I was like, oh, it's back on. Let me see what's happening. But, um, but yeah, I do. I feel like I'm somehow 
keeping up. I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure it's not indicative of any level of understanding on my part, but I no, feel like by it. the time whatever they talk about like is so last year. Right. By the time it gets yeah. on the show. Right. So and I'm fine with that because I, I don't feel like I don't need I don't to actually do need to have my finger on the pulse of what's happening with twenty yeah, uh, somethings in, in this world. Where oh, I need to be abreast of what the young people are doing. Um, I, no. I love no. that I call them the young people. They are the young people. Mm-hmm. As opposed to us, we are the old people. I resemble that statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it don't make it any less true. I said I resemble that statement. Oh, I thought you said you resent that statement. No, I said I resemble that statement. Okay, well then we're all on the same page. <laughs> Very good. All right. Great. Fantastic. Terrific. Okay. <laughs> All agreed. All agreed. Check. All right. Aye. Aye. All right. We're old. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Motion passes. Motion passes. <laughs> Robert's rules. Robert's <laughs> rules. We know what Robert's rules are. We are so damn old. <laughs> <laughs> We're making Robert's rules of order jokes. Yes, that's how old we are. Damn it! Okay, so to even plunge us <laughs> deeper into... Because I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about things. She's not going to know any of the people involved in this. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be hilarious okay. to me. Because I, again, like with this stuff, I barely know who these people are. Like, it's mm-hmm. very peripheral. Like, I don't listen to their music or whatever. If I hear it, I'm like, oh, yay, okay, that's fun. But for the most part, like, I could, I, if I saw, you know, if, unlike you, who didn't know who 50 Cent was, if I Mm-mm. saw this person, I, I would know his name. Okay. So this is about 21 Savage. Have you heard about this? This has taken okay. over everything. Okay. Yes. I have seen posts. I have seen various posts and references and article headlines. And I have scrolled past them because I don't know who I don't know not who You know what? I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what a twenty one savage is Mm -hmm. or that it might be a who Mm -hmm. as opposed to a what. Um and because of that I assumed that it was simply news that was not meant for me. Right. Okay, but you chose not to engage it like growing, Yeah, I just, so. just kept going. Right. So being that it's an Atlanta kind of thing, like it's Oh, but it's all over. Like a million people have posted about it, not just Atlanta. Yeah, but I'm just saying like no, but I'm just saying like it's inescapable here because like he's uh, like a big time he's a big person here. Like the Migos, so, like he's huge okay. here. Is he a rapper? He is a rapper. <laughs> He singular twenty one savage. It's a he's a okay. So it's just one person. Twenty one right. savage is one person. Okay, it's like me. Like I was on like Instagram and there was like a post about little baby got handcuffed and arrested or something. And I was like, who? What are they? <laughs> and I did not realize that little baby was like a full grown. <laughs> So iffy. I would have been too. Who is little baby? <laughs> now that I don't know, but I was like, oh, oh. he arrested Hank of a little baby. What? Oh, it's just too far, too far. <laughs> what is this world coming to? What is this world 
raising three babies. (laughs) So, but the thing is, I don't care enough to look up who the baby is. I just know it wasn't a real little baby. So anyway, back to 21 Savage, who is a 26-year-old rapper based in Atlanta. Okay. Okay, so 21 Savage was arrested by ICE agents on Sunday. Oh no. Um, and he's facing the possibility of deportation. Okay. Um, is, is he here illegally? Apparently. Oh. So, a ICE spokesperson revealed that uh, Mr. Savage, that's not his name. <laughs> Mr. Savage! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get it to what it Mr. Abraham Joseph is his actual last name. I see. Now you have a perfectly nice name, like <laughs> Abraham Joseph, and you go. No, around... that's his. That's his last name. It's hyphenated. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, that's a yes. perfectly lovely um, surname. That ain't no rap name, girl. You know that. Okay. Anyway, uh, if so... Kendrick Lamar can be a rapper with a name like Kendrick Lamar, which is also and perfectly you... nice. And then you confuse old people like me because, like Kendrick <laughs> Lamar and J. Cole, I assumed that they were R&B singers and not Which rappers. they sound like, but yes. they're not. And I don't appreciate that. I don't need to be tricked like little baby. <laughs> like little baby. little baby. situation. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Savage. Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so this happened on Sunday, like a few hours before the Super Bowl when he got arrested. Okay. Uh, which was... This arrest comes days after he was one of the featured acts at the Super Bowl Music Fest on Thursday. Okay. Um, And also, one of the big things is that a lot of people, his fans included, and people he's worked with, did not realize that he was British. Um, (laughs) Oh, he's British. Yes. Okay. Born in London. So it came to a surprise to many of his fans. And of course, you can imagine the memes and jokes and overall bewilderment that happened because he has long (sighs) repped Atlanta as the place where he's from. So, um, Hmm. so the agent said that he's been in the U.S. legal illegally for more than a decade. Um, oh. so he's a British national. He entered the country illegally in 20, um, 2005, um, remaining in the U.S. after his non-immigrant visa expired a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also said that he was convicted in a 2014 felony drug charge um, in Georgia, which they said was part of his arrest. Okay. Um, so he's been in custody um, and has been placed in the removal proceedings process in the immigration courts. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not even after him, apparently. They said that they were after, they were targeting another rapper, um, Young Nutty, real name Quantavius Thomas, and two other men for mm. reasons unrelated to the immigration arrest. So okay. they pulled over. There were, I think, weapons in the car or something. And, of course, and of course. they... Um, Arrested all four men. Um, so his attorneys are saying that, you know, they called him a role model for young people in the country because apparently he does like a lot of stuff in Atlanta, like you know, giveaways. like charitable things. Yeah, he does a lot of charitable things in Atlanta. He's like really well known in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to you know being a rapper, a singular rapper. 
Um, so they've been working to try to get him out of detention. Um, and um, they were saying, well, I'm trying to do that. So they're saying that he's, you know, been ICE is saying he's, you know, overstated his visa and he's eligible for deportation. His legal team says that he's been continuously present in the U.S. for almost 20 years because they're saying that he's been here since he was seven and that he has a visa application pending. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like, he's not really subject to mandatory detention and needs to be released. But as of today, that he has he hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they're saying he came to the U.S. at the age of seven with his mother after his parents divorced, um, and that he remained in the United States until 2005. He went back briefly to the U.K. for a month, and then he came back with a valid visa. Um, and they said he, his lawyer said that he lost his legal status through no fault of his own because you know at that time he was a child so you know mm-hmm. yeah so he was like about 12 or something okay when that happened so apparently you know his parents didn't you know take care of that thing he's in the process he's been in the process for some time of trying to get like his visa situation um taken care of and his um, team is also saying that um, it's inaccurate that he has uh, criminal history because those convictions or um, he has no convictions or charges like all those things you know problems he's had should be um, expunged or whatever they shouldn't like actually be on his record and he is not a convicted felon so there's um, all this kind of back and forth and not just so don't know what's gonna happen like I said, he's still released and everyone was very confused about this on Sunday uh, getting a lot more clarity but there's been a lot of residual drama Mm-hmm. surrounding this so there have been like Tommy Lawrence said something and so that um, sparked responses from people um, Demi Lovato said something like said something negative positive for him against she him? said something Demi Lovato said see he didn't have to know what Tommy Lawrence said um, <laughs> Demi Lovato okay. said something she joked about his situation. She's like, the only fun I had at the, you know, during the Super Bowl Sunday was what looking at the memes, um, about Twenty One Savage, and so people like really went in on her, talking about like this is a man who has you know like a like family here and you know friends and he has children and. Like, that's not cool. Like, this is, like, serious. It's not cool to make fun of that. So, like, they just, like, really went in on her to, like, the point where... And then they start bringing up her past transgressions because, you know, she's been in and out of rehab, you know, because of her drug issues. And they're, like, you know... So that came up and all the things. The girl, like, um, erased her Instagram because of it so that's been kind of going back and forth Chris Brown somehow and Offset have been going back and forth for days oh. and I'm like okay well yeah so this is like a whole lot of like other people like getting involved and there's free 21 Savage campaigns I was like if you Negroes can like get together like not that this is like I, I want to care more about this than I do but it's 
you know, I'm like 20, I'm, I'm not, you know, dying on a, you know, laying mm-hmm. down for the sake of 21 Savage. Like, Mm-mm. he has had, now that he has grown, he has had ample time, you know, to try to get the situation together. And it yeah, because it like, seems like these, especially since it's Britain and not like, I don't know, it, it feels like you have two countries involved that are very established, have very much like, you know, like do this kind of thing regularly, visas or whatever. It's not like you're working with some like third world country where maybe like the records are not accurate or for some reason like things are not like well traced and you know like it just seems like yeah and I feel like he can also get like one of those like exceptional whatever like you know what I mean since he's here like working I mean it's not uncommon at all to have people from the UK who are working regularly, especially in the entertainment industry. I mean, that's like a a regular normal thing. So it seems like it should be the sort of thing that's, I don't know, easily, (laughs) easily traced. And so if they, if ice has found a problem and it's not exactly as it should be, then that needs to be fixed. Yeah. So this will be unfolding. You know, okay. for, forever because it's been just such a big blah 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 mm-hmm. all week. I mean, it's been just. I was like, how? What? It's just never ending. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah. So that is that. Um, also, I have no information because I did not watch anything, but mm. I saw it and I thought you possibly watched something. Hmm. Um, the Adnan Saeed um documentary. All I saw was the post about um, HBO. From Radia? From what? From Radia? No. I saw a link to the HBO article about the series, finally. There's like a a docu-series. HBO docu-series that is in the hopper. Okie dokie. Um, so that's all I, I, I mean, and it's, I don't know exactly. I kind of only half paid attention to it too, because I was like, oh, well, if it's HBO, I'm not going to get to see it until, unless they share it with, you know, somebody Hulu, else. Yeah. Hulu or, yeah, like whatever. So, um, you know, or if I, you know, like, or if they like choose to give you like a way to buy it on iTunes or if Amazon, you know, like if Amazon somehow is given access to it, whatever. So um, if, if like, it's the kind of thing that I will buy, you know, (laughs) like I'm I'm interested and I want, yeah, like the staircase or whatever, like I will purchase it so that I can own it and watch it. Um, And I'm, it wouldn't be the sort of thing that I just wait for them to finally drop it for free. Like I'm interested enough to know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to see what, what that's going to look like. Um, but honestly, when it comes to Ad- Adnan Saeed, I just, I'm like, I'm ready for them to go, you know, for the, for the court um, process to continue to take place so that we can get him out of there. And arrest Don. Oh, my God. Arrest Who Don. Who did it? He clearly did it. Jesus. Oh, God. We've all solved it. We've all solved the crime already. Freaking. Oh, jeez. Oh, so dumb. So okay. dumb. Alrighty. Hashtag so free Adnan. Free Adnan. So that is it. I, is I'm, that it? I'm done. Yeah. That's, that's good. It. Thank you. Yeah, I feel I feel informed. 
You do. You, at, at the very least, you know that Twenty One Savage is a single person, <laughs> a, and a single rapper. person, and a rapper, Mister mm-hmm. Savage. Get your act Mr. together, Mister Savage. <laughs> no relation to Fred. No relation to Fred at all. Fred mm-hmm. is here legally. Uh- <laughs> think so. <laughs> at least we think. At least yes, we think. I don't think he's British know. or Canadian. He could be Canadian on the deal. Everyone's con- everybody's so Canadian. Many, everyone's Canadian. <laughs> All these people that you think are just like regular mm. Americans. Well, you think they're just regular Americans and then they turned out to be Northern Americans. <laughs> right. Like Drake. You know. They oh man. Little, Your favorite. Um, oh my god. I'm just so upset with him i'll never understand i don't know he was like featured in one of my dreams oh my wow (laughs) wow all right and it was for like something i was doing now i can't remember like what it was like a project or something because you know he goes around giving money to people Yes. Yes. Or for just being (laughs) (laughs) no, not even doing good things, but just doing regular ass things and being at your place of business. Here, I'm giving you a thousand dollars just for standing there and not being rich like me. So, so this is your dream that he's gonna walk into KW and be like, "Hey, girl, here's a thousand dollars for doing your thing." I would prefer if Drake bought a house, but if he just gave right. me just a random thousand dollars <laughs> for standing in the lobby mm. of our office building, sure, yes, I would take it. Yeah, is this is this what we're doing? If someone hands you free money, you're gonna you're not gonna take it? Like that's no, I you're taking that's it. That's a brainer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, oh, there we go. So, if someone, people, people, someone offers you free money. <laughs> No strings attached. No strings attached. Just so make sure you clear those strings. Oh, no strings. Just because you're a nice person or a law-abiding citizen. Not even that. You're just there, and they just have it there. They like money bags. They have money. You don't. Yeah, yeah. Take it. 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 Okay. Oh, Lord. Okay, so... We're getting personal. Terrific. So, earlier this week, I sent you a picture of my progress with my knitting project. Yes. Yes. Impressive, no? Very impressive. Thank you. I'm so stoked. So, I've been making progress on my little hat. And I'm at a standstill because I need to take it <clears throat> to, um, I need to go back to class because last time I was at class, <laughs> last time I was at class, she was like, okay, knit, keep knitting uh, around in the circle, you know, the hat until it gets to six and a half inches. And when you get to six and a half inches, come back because she needs to show me to how to decrease it's called decreasing because obviously you know how a hat it gets smaller and smaller as you get to the top of it Um, right and there's there's a way that you do it like it involves like several different needles and it's I've seen someone else at the table um and one of the other students doing it and it's definitely more involved so you need like to be I need supervision while this I need direction and supervision so 
hopefully I'll get to back to go, get to go do that soon because I really want to finish my hat while the weather in LA is still cold enough to put a hat on. <laughs> um, I'd really like to actually wear the hat um, and actually wear something that I made. So that's really exciting. So I'm stoked about my little hat. Um, and speaking of new things, I am um, getting more involved at my new church. Now that I'm like free, my Wednesday night Bible study, all my obligations at my previous church are all um, fulfilled and taken care of. And um, so last night I dropped in on my women's, the women's group at my new church um, and met like a bunch of new ladies and they were all really nice. Okay. So, so that was fun. Yeah. And it's nice. It was just nice going to something that I do, I'm not in charge of, <laughs> that I like had no, I didn't need to prepare. All I had to do was show up and just kind of be there. Um, that was kind of cool. And, um, and to add to that this weekend, they're having this women's conference that's, um, starts on Friday night, like Friday night, there's like a six o'clock to nine o'clock session. And then it starts back up Saturday morning, like all day Saturday. And our mutual friend, Falana, and her <laughs> lovely mother, Annetta, who's in town, uh -huh. they're, they're doing their usual, um, you know, winter and wintering in the West thing that they do, her parents. So they're here. And so her and her mom are going to come join me at my new church. And they're going to attend the women's conference. So I'm so excited that they're coming with me. So I'll have like a couple of familiar faces, but then I'll keep, you know, mingling and meeting new people. So I think that'll be fun. Okay. Sounds awesome. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'm really trying to do my Oscar movie thing. It's just this weekend. I don't think I'm going to get anything done because, again, I have this conference. So it's just a packed weekend. I did see Green Book last weekend. You mentioned that, that you liked it, enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I know that there were issues when it first came out. Apparently, Don Shirley's family were not pleased with some of the depictions of him. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I can't, obviously, no one can speak to that but them. Um, sure. But I didn't feel like he was depicted in a bad light or anything. Like, I, th I think he was... <laughs> I think he was depicted as a very complicated man, which I think is generally true of anyone who's kind of like a, a, a genius or an artist. Mm -hmm. um, and, but not in any way that was like, I don't know, a really uh, negative necessarily. I mean, it just depends. It depends how, what your take on it is. But um, it's like a totally different, you know, thing. So. What's a totally different thing? Like, is someone your family and how you feel? Right. About, yeah. Yeah, no, clearly. I'm like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't speak to what, how accurate or inaccurate or problematic the depiction was. But I, as a movie as a whole, I thought it was really good. Um, and Viggo Mortensen and um, uh, Mahershala Ali were awesome. Um so yeah, so I totally see, I always give my opinion on each of the Oscar films. I see the Oscar nod, but definitely not an Oscar win. Um, I have now seen four of the eight uh, Oscar noms. So I have four to go, obviously, and a couple of others that I want to catch that are not, not best picture, but are, you know, in the best actor, actress categories. Um, oh, there is some, some mention that Viggo Mortensen has been 
you know, there's some tape of him saying some, you know, the N-word and whatnot. So oh, no, really? a rap for him with um his nomination, probably. Seriously. Hmm. Um, that's unfortunate. Um but um yeah, I mean, and then again, I don't think it was an Oscar performance for him either. It was good. It was a, it's a very good, solid film. I get the Oscar nod. I'm still, right now, for, with the four that I've seen, with still four that I need to see, um, of the four that I've seen, which are uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, A Star is Born, and Green Book, um, it's Black, Pan- Black Klansman by, by, like, several miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. What's going on with you? Um, I am and try not to die. Um, <laughs> and try to freak out from, you know, literally three deals like kind of falling apart on the same day to like resuscitating the next day. So it's just a little roller coaster, but that is my job. That's every day and new challenges await and the one thing I'm learning Mm -hmm. about this balancing things and Mm -hmm. because I've had someone like text me at crazy hours you know I'm up I'll respond and I've really really been sticking to not you know do not disturb like goes on at a certain time Uh after like six seven o'clock I'm not entertaining real estate related calls cause, or any emergency because I'm like basically no one but me is working like your lender isn't working the attorney's office is closed right. so nothing can be done until 9 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Right. so I'm going to get up way before then so I'm going to send out emails and things to them in the morning right. and address it in um, like because someone you know, texts me at 10 o'clock I'm like I'm not responding right to you at 10 o'clock and someone like send me something at 8 o'clock and I'm just like no like no I'm, no, I'm no. Not, real estate is not like it can't be you get caught up in that I think any like you know you started a business you get caught mm-hmm. up like you know just the grind of just you know like mm-hmm. oh I gotta do this I gotta do that but like I think things have been a lot more productive mm-hmm. like making time for like rest and being disciplined Good. about like when I go to bed, mm-hmm. what my routine is when I get up in the morning. Like mm-hmm. it's just really made all the difference. So good. I'm glad about like you know setting up boundaries and like seeing kind of the fruit of that, and then like having all these things kind of explode in me, but not like falling apart. Just kind of mm-hmm. like, and like you know kind of dealing with it. Like you know doing what I can do. So that awesome and you know technology and things are also out to destroy me that's a little more difficult my computer again I'm really really still trying to not buy a new computer but uh, it's just probably just gonna have to happen mm-hmm. within the next week something not the one that I ultimately want but just something to tide you over to tie me over that's functional and like where all the keys work all the time <laughs> Because right. it's just kind of thing where, like, sometimes <clears throat> space bar doesn't want to work. That whole, like, row of mm. letters, like, BB, sometimes they don't want to work. Um, mm. And then today, like, the USB, like, there was, like, a power surge thing that happened. I was just like, okay, really? 
Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. And I hate, the thing is, like, I hate shopping for technology. So that's kind of my right. thing right now. Because it's, so I just need to bite the bullet and, like, get something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, that's reasonable. So that's on my to-do list, among many other things, this weekend, possibly, um, before I go out of town. Because I'm trying to figure out if I, I will need to take my computer with me. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have a working computer. Yeah, and the one that doesn't weigh a million pounds. Oh, my God. Your computer desktop. really does. Because it's, like, it's not meant to be a portable laptop. No, it's not. at home. Yeah, but it, yeah, so it does not travel smaller, well. <laughs> yeah, my smaller laptop just has not been working. Like, it, you know, it's it hasn't been great either and because it, it's not really a laptop the other one is is a, um what those what is it called like that flip thing where it's really a it's a tablet it's a tablet with a keyboard so i was like i need a laptop like that's not right so so yeah so that's that's my thing so i was like okay so i just need to break down and do all of that um and happy news um mm-hmm. i just want i you know saying its praises on Facebook and <laughs> yes. I like to call this an ode to pancake bread ah <laughs> yes it was so good wasn't it so good like I just did not even know because okay first of all tell us all about it's, it it's a short lived love affair because we can't do this. Like, no, no, <laughs> no. Because I bought this bread on Monday afternoon, and I look forward to coming home every night, <laughs> or waking up in the morning. Oh, God. So it's become a problem, and I'm, like, halfway through the loaf already. Because, yeah, and that's a problem. So I was like, okay, we can't ever buy you again, but... Mm-hmm. You are so good, and the fact that they just encapsulated the taste of a pancake. Right, right. And it's moist, like it's not. It's moist. And that little crumble at the top. Oh my mm. god! Yeah, I was like, it was so funny because you had posted about it. I never heard of it, and then I talked to you. You told me about it, and I was like, okay, I'll have to keep an eye on it. And then, um. So I mentioned it at work. I was like, yo, you have you guys <laughs> heard about the Trader Joe's pancake bread? And no one had heard of it. And so every, no one had heard of it. And I was like, and I hadn't either. I mean, if you hadn't told me, I would not have known. So I was like, they're like, no, tell us more. And so I told them what you told me and how you were, tr- how you tried it and you loved it. So while we're talking about it, this is classic, like our office, like, we joke, my coworker Ariel is like the skinny Filipino guy, and he literally eats his weight in food every day. He doesn't gain an ounce. It makes us all disgusted and sick. And um, a pop so, houser. I mean, it's it's insane the amount of like junk that he puts down his gullet and does not gain an ounce. And um, 
So anyway, so it's all of us girls talking about it. And Ariel's like, what? What is it? You know, and I'm describing it based on what you've told me because I haven't had any. And I'm like, yeah, but apparently like it's like sold out. Like you have to like, you know, really find it or look for it because it's like, you know, once it's in stock, like it goes out really fast or whatever. So while we're talking about it in the office, Ariel gets on the phone and calls his local Trader Joe's that he passes on his way to home. And he's like, yes. Um, the next thing I know, I hear him on the phone. He's like, um, yeah, I'm calling about the pancake bread do you guys have any in stock like we haven't even finished our conversation about the bread and so and so we're like oh Ariel's on the phone with Joe's. so the room goes silent as we wait to hear back from the person on the other line they put him on a hold they come back they're like yeah we do have some he was like okay can you put a couple of loaves um uh, aside for me and they're like yeah he was like actually make it three three loaves for Ariel <laughs> <laughs> so he literally came into the office this morning with three loaves of pancake bread. So we all had a little like pancake bread party before we all like got out onto the units and onto our floors this morning. And um, some 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 folks ate it just like a straight slice, like straight out of the little container. Um, my work, Kristen and me both chose to heat it up like for like 10, 15 seconds in the microwave, which made a big difference it was so good hot mm-hmm. um it, it it really it smells tastes like a short stack of buttermilk pancakes it is insane oh my gosh and i have been like you know i've been eating all these like healthy breakfasts and again like most you know this week it's been my healthy breakfast and like a little piece of the pancake mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. And like my egg white omelet with vegetables and a little piece of pancake bread. And I put it in like the oven. Mm. And so it gets like a little toasty mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the top. Oh my God. So good. Okay. So enough. Okay. It's so like literally, I need to stop myself before I go in there and like. Oh my God. It's like food porn. It is. It's such a. a <laughs> oh, did you see that? I put it on our Facebook too. Group what? Group about. The highest commercial appearance of the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl oh. was off where I was, but I literally just ate and talked. I did. I slept. I slept through the me and the cat and the dog slept through the the Super Bowl. So yeah, so I didn't see or hear anything. Apparently, what was the highest commercial? Yes, about I saw that you posted thing. about it, but I was like, okay, I didn't. What, what's I didn't catch it. So apparently, it was a whole thing about like they were comparing his obsession to like someone like being addicted to porn like she's like he just can't get enough of it i tried to you know make a sexy meal or you know a good meal to get him to but he just can't get enough of it and you know all that kind of so they compared to porn and so people were upset and um protesting about it i was like all the sex explicit like commercials wait so they were protesting because they compared obsessing with ketchup as uh no it's not about ketchup it's about their um devour frozen meals okay and the husband's like you know obsessed with them and they never say porn uh-huh it's just they treat they, it like it's porn yes it's okay they're upset and they are protesting the heinz company and i was like okay what we're not gonna do what this is not gonna do <laughs> i was like i will protest things i love like right. the Waffle House. Right. I.E. Waffle House, right. And H&M. Right. Like, and things I do not care about, like football. 
But what Kristen Hayes is never gonna do <laughs> unless they kill someone in my family. Wow. <laughs> wow. Heinz ketchup. <laughs> Not happening. Heinz ketchup is delicious. It's the best ketchup. It's the best ketchup I out there. Regret whenever I see a sale on another ketchup and purchase no, it. You know, I'm not no. going to hunt. Um, and I buy it and... <laughs> the I other age. Yeah, absolutely disappointed because it's disgusting. And I'm mad at myself because I know mm-hmm. that I've always had Hans ketchup in my refrigerator. And it's like, in my family, ketchup is a staple. Like, you put it on the and table. that's the thing. A ketchup is not a staple for me whatsoever. I and never have for your family, right? And I mean, but and it's never even. It's not even something like because there's lots of things that like my family didn't do that I've since like adopted or have become like a regular thing for me. But um, ketchup is just not one of them. Like, but it's not like if you put a bottle of Heinz ketchup in front of me, I will partake of the Heinz ketchup. Um, but do you know I don't... how to get the ketchup out of the bottle? You hit the 57. Yes. Okay. There yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. I'm clear. I'm clear. Okay. But um, I don't keep any in the house because it's just like, it's not like, I don't think, oh, I need ketchup for this. Like, that never occurs to me. But if I'm, like, somewhere and there's, like, you know, fries in front of me or something, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, you know, look for the ketchup. So, um, so yeah. I'm I, not I as bad as, you know, I got hot sauce in my bag like I don't got I don't carry Heinz (laughs) little little tiny bottle of Heinz I like have it at places like you know like I eat dinner sometimes with the fella like there's ketchup at his house there's ketchup at the the Tate's house just in case just in case just in case I need some ketchup hmm interesting I don't like I ran out of ketchup here and I it was like I want to go out like at night to go get a bottle of ketchup. It's a problem. So yeah, I his problem. Feel, yeah, his, his his emotions, and I I'm I'm there with him, and that is what I am never gonna do. Okay. Heinz. So let that be very clear. Um, I think it's very clear because I've talked about Heinz ketchup. I think it's very clear. I'm clear. I'm clear. <laughs> I was kind of stalling a little bit because I, um, accidentally turned off my computer um Mm. yeah because it has to be plugged in to work and so i accidentally (laughs) knocked it out of the socket and there you go again because it's ancient and it's actually not that old but it's like a senior citizen but technology it gets old fast so yeah i I just lost this computer like three years ago but it's like yeah maybe four um, I have a quick shout out. Speaking of Super Bowl commercials, did you see the Washington Post commercial? No, because I again, literally, it was on, and uh, my friend's mom was like, "Kristen, you're not gonna watch the game," and because they were they're a Boston family, and I mm-hmm. was like, "No, I came to eat the food, which was delicious. We had Philly <laughs> cheesesteak sandwiches, mm-hmm. I lemon pepper wings. I did some buffalo chicken." dip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had some other food it was delicious so i ate that's what i do at super bowl parties well that's what most people do um yeah. well i didn't see I mean, so again, I didn't, 
Washington Post, I didn't see, I didn't watch the actual live anything, but later people post, you know, the commercials later on. Um, and so, um, and my uh, good friend and our soror, um, who is the marketing head of marketing, the chief marketing officer at uh, Washington Post, her name is Mickey King. Um, Soror um... Mickey. Okay. is responsible for the Super Bowl ad from Washington Post. It's hashtag democracy dies in darkness. And it's an mm-hmm. awesome, awesome commercial. So if you haven't, um, if uh, listeners, if you haven't seen the Washington Post democracy dies in darkness Super Bowl ad yet, um, you should because it's terrific. Um, and I'm so proud of my good friend and our soror, Mickey King, who is doing big Big things um, awesome. out, in, out in D.C. Yeah, so um, you mentioned the Super Bowl ad, and that reminded me. So shout out to to our girl, Mickey. Okay, and and I'm just going to end on this note. Speaking of shouting out people, mm-hmm. uh, one angry black man, one angry black uh, man. One angry black man. Will be at the Pan-African Film Festival next mm-hmm. week. So all of our L.A. listeners... Uh, please um, check it out. Your opportunity yes. to check it out. So, um, movie um, that um, a previous guest, Hans Strauss, um, produced. Um, uh, and he was our guest in back in December. Yes. So, um, it will be a good date night movie. We did a girls' night out to go see it and had dinner afterwards. Lots to talk about. So, if you are, mm-hmm. you know into literature um discussions okay is there a dog howling in the background that is not my dog that is the dog who belongs to the stupid people across the way on the other side of the tennis court he's been barking now for the last hour and a half it's driving me crazy okay 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 dog so, no, and it's not yeah. my dog. My dog has sense. Um, so anyway, so, yes, yeah. you were saying so, one angry black woman. <laughs> yeah, so very one angry black woman. Um, <laughs> yes. About the dog. So. I'm angry about the dog, but the one angry black man is angry about many other things. Yeah, so there's about three showings, I think, at the Pan-African Film Festival. I'll post it on our um Yes, so, and you can go to www.paff.org. That's Pan African Film Festival, paff.org for ticket information. Yeah, and times and dates, one fifty. Yes. And so go out and support Pan African Film Festival, one of my favorite like events every year I love. There's always at least one movie I want to see. Um, I used to, when I was teaching, I took the kids one year to go to um, a showing. So it's always always good so yeah if you have college students it's a good movie like yeah so it's yeah it's good. Be interesting yep yeah yeah support our friend hans charles yes 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 okay cool. i think that's so, everything it literally is everything <laughs> i mean we've had Oh man! Long rambling discussions about how we have no grit, <laughs> about how we hate blackface. Uh huh. How Heinz ketchup and <laughs> pancake bread are the best. Delicious. Like, we don't get paid for these 
endorsements only from our new sponsor. Our new sponsor, blacktux.com. Go get your black tux people. Yeah, like I feel that, you know, wedding season's coming soon. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Put on a suit, gentlemen. Put on a tux. Take look like you tried a little. Look like you tried a little. I'm telling you, we're trying to help you score like major points here. Major points. Yeah, you could like give them, give your lady the Idris Elba effect. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You'll pay it. We're here to help. We're here to help. That's, yep. That we are here to do. That we are definitely here to do. That is in the that's, yes column. That's in the yes column. We have a like a long list <laughs> we don't do. And, long, uh, long list. Yeah, but then, every now and then there's a thing we do. And that's yep, one of them. That's one of them. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. It's going to be so hard for me to get up in the morning. Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's. Let's tuck you in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Tuck, tuck. Time for bed. Okay, Mom. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out. And get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at WaitTellMePod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at WaitTellMeEverything at gmail.com.